Hello there, what it do, how are you, and welcome to episode 36 of Above the Nest with Rachelle, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football, and that is Eagles football, of course, and I'm your host, Rachelle Prevett, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. We have finally made it to the Eagles bye week, a very late bye week, if I must say so myself. And so this week's episode of Above the Nest is going to be a little bit different than usual. Rather than recapping week 13 and then uh, previewing week 15 all in one episode, I'm going to wait till next week to preview week 15. That's the matchup against the Washington football team. And I'll also tackle the injury reports in that episode as well. So we're going to focus on recapping week 13 in this week's episode. So let's get right to it. Your Philadelphia Eagles are coming off of a road victory against the New York Jets 33 to 18. And so they now are six and seven heading into their bye week. That's week 14 where we are now. Gardner Minshew debuted in his first Eagles game as starting quarterback because Jalen Hurst was out with an ankle injury and Gardner Minshew actually looked pretty, pretty good. He did what he was supposed to do. He stepped in for Jalen Hurts as the backup quarterback, and he led the team to a comfortable victory against a bad team with a bad pass defense. And pretty much, like like I said, he did what he was supposed to do. I don't think that the Eagles are fully committed to Jalen Hurts, but I also don't think that this performance from Gardner Minshew is the end-all be-all and that he's going to be named the starting quarterback. I don't think that. So even though all of the talk about it this week has been fun and, you know, exciting to talk about, I really don't think it's going to happen because Nick Sirianni did say that Jalen Hurst is still the starting quarterback, but I still want to take a look at his performance. He completed 20 of 25 passing attempts for 242 yards with two touchdowns and zero interceptions. He was accurate, I'll say in majority of his throws. Some of his throws were off, and we'll touch on those, but majority of his throws were right on target. He looked comfortable. He was in control. He was in command of the offense. I don't know if it's just because Minshew was in the game or maybe they were playing just because they were playing the Jets, but it looked like the entire offense looked in sync. Gardner Minshew and uh, Dallas Goddard, the connection was just really strong when they played against the Jets. Also, Miles Sanders had like a career performance when it came to a career day when it came to his carries. Quez Watkins also got included in this game against the Jets. I wanted to look at a few stats. The first half alone, Gardner Minshew was 14 of 15 for 188 yards with two touchdowns. Both of those touchdowns were to Dallas Goddard, and he became the fourth Eagles quarterback since 1991 when Donovan McNabb was since Donovan McNabb to post a perfect first half quarterback rating. He looked good, but I don't think that this is the end-all be-all. If anything, I just think that this lights some fire. Like I talked about on the QB Factory Reboot, if you have not listened to that episode with Mark Schofield, you should go check it out from earlier this week. I talked about it in that episode. I think it just lit some fire under Jalen Hurts' tail because he looked pretty poor against the Giants. We already talked about that. That's in the past. So now when he's healthy, hopefully uh, against the Washington football team, 
he looks better than he did against the Giants. So then we know like, all right, that was just a minor hiccup, right? A minor setback for a major comeback. So now I just think Jalen Hurts needs to step it up so that he can prove why he should continue to be the starting quarterback. I didn't really see too much bad from Gardner Minshew. There was just the underthrown pass to Dallas Goddard and where Dallas Goddard had to kind of like slow up uh, in order to catch the ball. And there was also a pass that he threw to Quez Watkins that was slightly off. But other than that, like majority of his throws looked to me like they were on target. I didn't see too much bad. Uh, but tight end Dallas Goddard, who previously against the Giants, didn't really get too many targets, had a day against the Jets. He finished with six receptions for 105 yards with two touchdowns. And they tweeted out a stat after the first half. And after the first half alone, he had five catches for 98 yards with two touchdowns. And that was only in the first half. Running back Miles Sanders had a career game. He finished with 24 carries for 120 yards but then he was ruled out for the rest of the game with an ankle injury that he ended up suffering in the fourth quarter. Rookie running back Kenneth Gainwell finished the day with the most touches of his career. He finished with 12 carries and five receptions. I already mentioned Miles Sanders' injury, but veteran Jason Kelsey was seen on the ground in pain. It was about two minutes left in the game against the Jets, and he was clearly in pain, and he really couldn't get off of the field on his own. So thank goodness we're on a bye week so that all of these injured players can rest up and be back strong and better as we prepare for the Washington football team. Speaking of Jason Kelsey, we already know the player that he is on the field and the legacy that he has left already in his career, but he's being recognized for his contributions off the field. Jason Kelsey is the Philadelphia Eagles Walter Payton Man of the Year Award nominee for the 2021 NFL season. This is an annual award, and it's designed to recognize outstanding community service activities as well as excellence on the field. This past summer, Kelsey was a guest bartender in Sea Isle City and was able to raise $100,000 for the Eagles Autism Foundation, in addition to his contributions to many other charitable efforts. The winner of this year's award will receive a $25,000 donation from Nationwide to his charity of choice, and the second and third place finishers will receive $10,000 and $5,000 donations from Nationwide. You can support Jason Kelsey by voting for him in the Nationwide Charity Challenge by posting on Twitter using hashtag WPMOYChallenge followed by his last name and or his Twitter handle. You can do that from December 7th up until January 17th. So it ends on January 17th. Adam Scheffner tweeted out on December 10th at 11 a.m. that Eagle Safety Rodney McLeod was named the Week 14 NFL Players Association Community MVP after raising $205,000 while collecting 250 new pairs of sneakers and 150 toys for local communities, local families in need at his inaugural Art and Soul Sneaker Ball. 
And lastly, cornerback Darius Slay was nominated for the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award. The award recognizes players around the league who exemplify outstanding sportsmanship on the field. The award was created back in 2014 in honor of the late founding owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers and Pro Football Hall of Famer Art Rooney Sr. On to some roster moves. The Eagles promoted offensive tackle LaRaven Clark to the 53-man roster and signed him to a one-year contract extension through 2022, well, the 2022 season. In order to make room for him, the Eagles waived Mac McCain. But that is going to be a wrap on episode 36 of Above the Nest with Rachelle. Like always, don't forget to tap into all of the BGN content that we have on the feed, and we have a lot of content on the feed. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bleeding Green Insta and on Twitter at BGN underscore radio. You might as well stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would really, really, really appreciate it. And the Eagles return to action week 15 at the link where they will host their division rivals, the Washington football team on Sunday, December 19th at one o'clock PM. Immediately after we will have the BGN instant reaction show, but I'll be back before that. I'll be back next Friday and we will talk about the Washington football team and what to prepare for and we'll run through the injury report. So that's going to be all. Hopefully you guys can enjoy a stress-free week. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We are so grateful for all of you guys and gals. Have a wonderful weekend and we out! Be- G and